Welcome to episode 98 of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, the co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business or you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and to inspire you, not just to build a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business business. And I also wanted to mention that we've now got two amazing sponsors for this podcast and for Vegan Business Tribe in general. So don't just tune out for a minute thinking that you're going to get some really boring, irrelevant sponsorship message. If you have a vegan business, then these are two companies that you will really find useful. So first, if you do have a vegan business and you're looking for a UK accountant firm that understands your ethics, then you need to look no further than Keith and his team at Vegan Accountants. And I have to mention that Vegan Accountants, they are our accountants at Vegan Business Tribe too. And it does make such a difference when you've got people looking after your finances that understand why you have a vegan business in the first place. And second, our brand new sponsor is the Vegan publisher. And if you're a vegan business owner or an entrepreneur, then nothing raises your profile and proves your expertise like becoming a published author. And that's exactly what Matali and her team do. You can either become part of her support group, which will guide you through the process of writing your own book, which many of our vegan business tribe members have actually done. Or Matali and her team, she can take you from zero to published author in a matter of weeks, handling every step of the process. And it is great having Keith and Matali come on as our sponsors. We feel like a proper podcast now, but they're also both really active members of Vegan Business Tribe, and they're always happy to offer help and advice in our community hub. And you can learn more about Vegan Accountants at veganaccountants.co.uk and the Vegan Publisher at theveganpublisher.com. And today on the podcast, we're going to talk about why you need a better profile photograph of yourself and how to get one. Because let's admit it, most of us, we use quite a boring photo of ourselves on our websites and our LinkedIn profiles, don't we? Maybe it's a selfie. Or if it is a professional photograph, then you might be sat against a plain background in a photographer's tiny studio looking like you're having your school photo taken. So today we're going to talk about how you can do better. But before we get on to that, what's been going on at the tribe since we last spoke? Gosh, well, you might be able to tell a little bit in my voice that I sound just a little bit sleep deprived right now because we have finally welcomed Little Bean to the world. Yes, Lisa gave birth to our new baby daughter Arwen last week and that was her that you heard at the start of this podcast and she 
Well, she's just perfect. And you lot have been so amazingly supportive during these last few weeks. We've had so many messages and cards, and some of you have even been sending baby gifts through. And Mardi from Lovingly Vegan, who you can find on Instagram at lovinglyvegan.reviews. I can't believe that you sent us something all the way from Australia to the UK. It almost had Lisa in tears. And also a call out to Pigeon Sue from Little Green Pigeon, who sent us an amazing pigeon print baby blanket from her Pigeon Rescue merchandise store. You guys have been absolutely amazing and the apartment is just full of cards balloons and flowers right now and i always say that we've got the best community at vegan business tribe and if you are a regular listener to this podcast then you will know that i'm always talking about our members i'm giving them call outs and trying to promote them as much as i can but if you do regularly listen and you haven't yet signed up as a full member of Vegan Business Tribe, well, what are you playing at? You are genuinely missing out on more than 90% of everything that goes on at Vegan Business Tribe. And if you're somebody who's been following us and you've just not got involved yet, then reach out to me. Send me an email on hello at veganbusinesstribe.com with podcast listener in the title. And just tell me a little bit about your vegan business. Or maybe you've just got an idea for one right now. Because we've got our member-only Vegan Business Academy. And that is full of masterclasses, guides, and online courses to help you grow a vegan business. We've got our regular networking meetup some business clinics that we run on Zoom. And we've also got our community hub where you can share your wins. You can ask for help and support from our amazing community of vegan business owners. You can even message me direct through the hub if you've got a question that you need help with. Becoming a member of Vegan Business Tribe it is like having this big new vegan family around you. But it's also how you can support our mission too. We are funded by our members. So if you really find this podcast useful, if you believe in our mission to help and support vegan businesses around the world, then it's your membership that enables us to do everything that we do. So if you are not a member yet, then just head to the website at veganbusinesstribe.com. Click on that join button on the homepage and that's going to tell you everything you need to know about what you get as a member. And just a reminder that there is no minimum membership term. So if you do just want to join us for a month or two to try us out, then that's absolutely fine. You're not tied into any contracts or anything like that. We'll appreciate your support and you'll likely pick up some friends as well as some brilliant advice and support along the way too. Okay, even though I am somewhat sleep deprived right now, and last night was a very, very long night, but I wanted to talk about something today that is really important, but it's often overlooked, and that's having a great profile photo of yourself to use on your website, on LinkedIn, or maybe it's your podcast artwork, or as your social media profile picture. 
And the reason that I wanted to talk about this today is because we also do some one-to-one coaching at Vegan Business Tribe for our members who need more hands-on support in building their business. And on one of the coaching calls last week, we identified that the photo of this person who we're coaching, the photo she was using to promote herself, it wasn't giving the right kind of impression. It was an old photo and it was a selfie and it didn't really get over any of her wonderful, warm personality. But she really seemed to be avoiding getting a new photograph done. And that didn't seem quite right because she isn't the kind of person to shy away from doing a task. So we had a conversation around this. And just like many of us, she was quite critical about her own appearance and simply hated having her photograph taken. But when so much of a business that we do now is online, the photograph that you use of yourself, it has to do so much work in creating the right first impression and in creating your personal brand too. If you're looking to get interviewed, if you're looking to be seen as an expert in your field, or if you're just looking to convince customers that you are the person who can solve their problems, then it's hard to do that if the image that somebody first sees of you is just some boring run-of-the-mill selfie with bad lighting. If you see somebody who's got a professional photo of themselves as their profile picture, then you associate that with a certain level of success. You think that they must be successful to be able to afford to have a professional photo shoot done. Or maybe they've had some articles written about them, so they're using the magazine's photos of themselves as their profile image. And compare that to the selfie that you took of yourself that you are currently using as your LinkedIn image or the photograph you had taken years ago that looks like a school yearbook photo. The first image that somebody sees of you, it really needs to make a positive impression. In fact, it's almost all they have to go on if they haven't met you in person yet. So we need to spend some time and maybe in some cases a little bit of money too, just making sure that the photo that you use of yourself gives the impression that you really want to give. But it's not just about that first impression. It's about creating recognition too. So for the last couple of years, I've constantly used an image of myself against a bright green background. And I'm, I'm wearing these huge headphones and giving the vegan V with my fingers. And it all ties in with our vegan business drive branding too. And it was originally made as the cover image of this podcast. But that image has become so recognisable and so linked with me that I now use it as my main profile picture too. And this is the thing, because it's got that bright green background, people immediately see it in their timeline. It really stands out. And if they're a regular podcast listener, then they recognize me from the image because it's a podcast thumbnail too. And they know that it's the host of their favorite podcast. And using the same standout image over and again across multiple platforms, it creates repetition. 
And repetition creates familiarity and recognition. And as we all know, creating familiarity is the first step to creating trust with your audience. So having a professional image is really important. Having an image that stands out is really important. And then using that image in a consistent way across multiple platforms, that's really important too. But that doesn't mean that getting a great photo has to cost you a lot of money. For my profile photo, I just set it up myself with a mobile phone and used lighting from a window. And mobile phone cameras, they are completely acceptable for studio-type shots these days. And indeed, many can add that depth of field effect where the background is out of focus that before you could only get with a long camera lens. But when you're creating your profile picture, creativity beats how expensive a camera you've got access to. I've seen some, gosh, amazing profile images where people have surrounded themselves with flower heads and then laid down in the middle. Or they've used a prop of some kind to create a really interesting image. If you've ever seen a photo of the vegan accountant Heather Zeitzwolf, who is based in the US, then on her photo, she is screaming at the camera with bright dyed hair. And she's wearing a black T-shirt that looks like it's got the ACDC heavy metal band logo on it. But instead of ACDC, it spells out T-O-F-U, tofu, and it is an amazing image and it really gets her personality across. And in a world full of boring accountants profile pictures, it makes her completely unforgettable. So spend some time thinking about what you could do to make a really stand out image. Maybe even go down your local crafting or DIY shop to see what you can pick up to make a photograph more interesting. And although DIYing your photo, it can be a lot of fun. Sometimes it's quicker and easier to just get in touch with a local professional photographer to help you out instead. And don't dismiss this if you've never used a professional photographer, because from experience, a good local photographer, they're going to charge anywhere between 250 and maybe five or six hundred pounds at the top end to do a profile photo session with you. And you come away with a selection of photographs. And also, if they're local, then they're going to know all those local beauty spots to take you to if you want a more relaxed outdoors type of profile photo. So, ask around. Find some local photographers and take a look through their portfolios on their website and ask them for a quote. Most will have a set fee for doing a half-day shoot with you. And also, spend some time looking at profile pictures online that you really love and then send them through to the photographer to give them an idea of the kind of shot you want. Or maybe find a photographer that's already taken exactly the kind of photo that you want, but for somebody else and tell them that you want something just like that. Going to a photographer with examples of what you want, it will really save a lot of time. And it'll also mean that you're more likely to walk away with exactly the kind of photo you're looking for. And if you're not sure what kind of photo you want, 
then do some brainstorming and come up with some ideas. So, for example, when Lisa and I first started to do work in the vegan sector, we knew that we needed a really good image of the two of us so that we could use it on our new website and in our press releases. So I asked a photographer who we'd worked with a couple of times before if he'd just come in and do a bit of brainstorming with us. And we came up with loads of really good ideas. And some of them would have cost a little bit of money to set up, but lots of the ideas wouldn't as well. But the idea that we went with was probably the simplest one because it turned out that the photographer, he also photographed weddings on the side. And he said, let's just take you into the middle of the countryside and throw fruit and vegetables up like wedding confetti. And we just loved the idea. So that's what we did. Lisa and I, we found ourselves on the side of a hill at 6am to catch the early morning sunrise behind us. And we dressed up in our business suits and we threw sweet peppers, kale, radishes, carrots, sweet potatoes and all sorts of other vegetables into the air that we just picked up from the local supermarket. And the photographer, he used some very clever lighting techniques to freeze the vegetables midair while still capturing the sunrise behind. And it resulted in a series of just really fun and visual photographs. And we just paid for a couple of hours of the photographer's time. But they were so much better than anything we could have done ourselves. And in fact, the resulting photographs were so good that it got us onto the cover of the Vegan Trade Journal. And sometimes you'll find that a magazine or website, they will publish your press release just because it's got such a good photograph with it. The editors of publications, they want their magazines and their social feeds to be really attractive and full of scroll-stopping images. And sometimes... Just having a great image, it will convince them to include your story. Lisa spent two years interviewing companies for our vegan food and living magazine column. And we knew that the magazine was more likely to sign off on us interviewing a company that we wanted to feature if we could show that they had a great profile picture of the founder. But... If you don't have a few hundred pounds to pay for half a day of a photographer's time, then find a friend who's an amateur photographer. You know, we've all got them. That friend who's got an expensive camera and they're always posting those photographs that they take on a weekend on their social media page. Just ask them if they want to help you out with a new profile photo and then just make up in quantity what they might lack in quality. And by that I mean, if somebody with a good camera takes 100 photos of you in some interesting setting, then at least one of those photos is going to turn out good. So really fill up the memory card. And a good profile photo, it should really capture your personality. So a big grin is usually better than you trying to look all stately and cool and professional, unless you're trying to send yourself up, which I tend to do in a lot of my photos. But if you are selling yourself as a service, so for example, if you are a coach or you work one-to-one with your clients, then you need to look friendly and approachable in your images. So imagine the face that you make 
when you first meet your clients for the very first time in person, that's the face you want on your profile picture. Choosing a photo of yourself from a selection, it can be really hard though. And this brings us all the way back to the reason why we're talking about this today. Our coaching client who is putting off having new photographs done of herself. Because we are hugely overcritical of our own appearance. We look at photographs of ourselves and we see our crooked teeth, we see our huge nose and those double chins that we all picked up over lockdown. Whereas other people, they will look at a photo of you and they're just going to see your amazing smile and your lit up eyes. It's like listening back to a recording of your voice for the first time. You don't see yourself like other people see you. You are immediately drawn to your insecurities about how you look and the things you don't like when you look at a photograph of yourself. So we need to create a little bit of mental separation when selecting our profile photo. Just think that this isn't a photo of you. It's a photo of your professional persona. So you can think of the person in the photo as a different person. It's separate to you. It's just a side of yourself. So if they don't look perfect, don't worry because it's not really you. It's just this character you're playing. And I think another good technique is instead of selecting a photo yourself, ask the photographer to pick the best photo of you they will be looking at the photos from a completely different angle and they will know if they think they've got a shot which really captures your personality or upload a selection of photos to your social media and let your audience tell you which their favorite is i remember when I was quite a bit younger, for my profile photos, I'd always try and look serious and a, a little bit moody, you know, thinking I would look like James Dean or something. And people would always ask why I look so miserable in my photos. So I would upload the other images from the photo shoot and I'd ask people what they thought. And they always chose the smiling laughing photographs every single time. You know, the photos where I thought I looked fat or gormless, they were annoyingly always people's favourite. So now if I have a new photograph taken of me, I just do the laughing and smiling from the start regardless. And then I ask Lisa to pick out which shot to use. It saves a lot of time. And let me tell you, Lisa is always right. <laughs> <laughs> you should also give some thought to how you might want to use the photograph before you actually have it taken too. So a profile photograph of you, it needs to work harder than ever before. It needs to work at a couple of hundred pixels wide as your profile picture in a social media news feed. But it also might need to work as a vertical banner across the top of your website. So usually the simpler the photo the better. But it might be that you want to get a selection of different photographs taken at the same time so that you've got ones for these different kind of applications. And again, if you work with a professional photographer, then they're going to give you a batch of finished photos rather than just giving you one image. 
So make sure that you ask to get some photos that will work in sideways or landscape orientation and some that are going to work in portrait or as a circle for a social media image and have some photographs taken where you purposely leave space around you, where you could superimpose words or a headline on top of a photo. And I think one of the reasons why the Vegan Trade Journal used our image on the cover was because it had this lovely big space at the top where they could put the magazine title and a headline. And so if you've got some photographs with extra what we call copy space around them, then a magazine, they might do the same thing with your image too. Also take a couple of changes of clothes with you, some formal, some casual, and try out wearing both. Or go around the local charity or thrift stores and try and find a really standout bit of clothing, you know, a fun bright shirt or some orange hat that you can wear and try that out in a few shots too. And when you've got those final images that you are happy with, don't just use them on your social media or as a podcast cover. Make them available for other people to use too. So create a media page on your website and upload the high-resolution version of your images alongside a copy and paste of your biography. Then, when you do send out a press release, you can link back to your media page to let the publication's designers have their own pick of your images. Or if somebody is interviewing you on their podcast, they might want to choose an image that other people haven't used when you were interviewed on theirs. And although you do want to be consistent with your profile images... Don't be afraid to update it a couple of times a year and maybe get a new selection of photos done that you can add onto your media archive to give people even more choice to select from. But do keep some consistency. So, for example, there might be a colour that you always use in your brand. And if you take a look at any photo of vegan marketeer Sandra Nomoto, she will always have a splash of purple in her profile photos. It's a very clever touch that most people probably won't notice, but it just adds a lot of consistency and it reinforces her brand. Marketing guru Seth Godin, he often uses yellow in his photos. Either he'll have some yellow glasses on or a yellow shirt or he'll be shot against a yellow background. It's just all part of his brand. And you can do the same. OK, so that's been a fairly useful rundown of why you need to have a better profile picture of yourself and how to get one. So before I completely run out of energy for my three hours of sleep last night. Let's just finish off with a bullet point reminder and then you can all go and get your cameras out or start looking up your local photographer. Number one, if you're looking to get interviewed, if you're looking to be seen as the expert in your field, or if you're just looking to convince customers that you're the person who can solve their problems, then it's going to be harder to do any of that if a first image that somebody sees of you is a boring, run-of-the-mill selfie with bad lighting. If you see somebody and they've got a professional photo of themselves of their profile image, then you associate that with a certain level of success. Two, it's not just about that first impression, though. It's about creating recognition, too. 
using the same standout image across multiple platforms that creates repetition. And repetition creates familiarity and recognition. And as we all know, creating familiarity is the first step to creating trust with your audience. Three, getting a great photo, it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. Creativity beats how expensive a camera you've got access to. So brainstorm some ideas with your friends or your team for a really standout profile image. Four, do consider using a professional photographer if you've got a few hundred pounds to spend. Find one who's already taken similar images to what you are looking for or find examples online so that you can show them exactly what you want. Five, a good profile image, it will make magazines and websites more likely to publish your story. They want to make their publications look great. So give them some really exciting, positive images to use. Six, if you are overcritical of how you look, then create a little bit of separation between yourself and the person in the photo. Remember that this is a photograph of your professional persona rather than of you. So don't get too critical about how you look. And if you do struggle, then get the photographer or a friend or colleague to pick out which photo to use. And seven, make sure you're getting everything you need from a photo shoot. So get portrait or upright photographs for you to use as profile images and get some landscape or sideways photos to use as website banners. Have some photos taken where you leave room around you to put on writing or headlines and upload them all to a media page on your website so that publications can pick the best one for them. And that is it. So I really want to see you making a real effort to get a better profile photo now. And please do feel free to send me your images. I'll let you know what I think. And as a thank you again to our two amazing sponsors, and I would really urge you to go check them out as they are amazing vegan businesses. And they're also two amazing vegan business tribe members as well. And that's Vegan Accountants at veganaccountants.co.uk and Matali at the Vegan publisher which is the veganpublisher.com it's going to take me a little bit of time to get used to the fact that we've actually got sponsors now but remember if you are not yet a member of vegan business drive if you haven't signed up with us yet to be part of this amazing community then seriously what are you waiting for? In fact, email me on hello at veganbusinesstribe.com and tell me what you are waiting for. Just go take a look at the website, veganbusinesstribe.com, and that's going to tell you everything that you get as part of our community and as being a member. And it's only £18.99 a month, and you get so much help and support in return. So, Thank you so much for joining us. I am sure there's going to be a dirty nappy or two waiting for me to go change now. And I'll see you on the next one. <laughs>